Welcome to another episode of the brand called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today I'm privileged to have a very very accomplished mm-hmm. journalist, TV anchor, producer, editor, writer on the other side of the camera, Abha Bakaya. Abha, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ashutosh. It's a pleasure to be here and finally be in conversation with you. Thanks for Thank having me. Thank you. Uh, Abha is the founder of the AB Network, which I'm assuming is Abha Bakaya Network. <laughs> She's anchored and produced signature shows like Boss's Day Out, Gadget Guru and Zigweeds, and I've seen all of them. So Abha, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? So, you know, since you mentioned Boss's Day Out, I started my career in television at NDTV mm-hmm. uh, back in 2004. Okay. And uh, I, I mean, I had a great experience doing shows like Boss's Day Out because at that time, the industry was still nascent. There were only two business channels. Yeah. Uh, you know, so when we were interviewing some of these big CEOs, it was the first time that they were coming on television and it was all very exciting. I moved to... Bombay with uh, Economic Times a few years later and that was also another high because it was again uh, a startup channel at the time so we were part of the founding team which meant crazy hours a lot of ideation a lot of adrenaline and great people coming together and um, I was then with Bloomberg for a while where I also got to travel uh, anchor out of their international studios And that was a different experience because uh, you got a little bit of flavor and perspective uh, from, you know, influential people across global markets. Um, So that was also interesting. I launched AB Network um, soon after that because I also wanted to try and develop my own uh, consultancy as well as uh, original content, venture into that space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know you're going to ask me about it, so I'll pause and and let you ask me. Yeah. uh, really what you want to know more about. Okay. So, you know, that's a great segue to the next question. Yeah. Tell me about AV Network. What what are you wanting to do here? So, I'm a very sort of content creative person. I mm-hmm. mean, of course, I've spent a large part of my career in financial news. Uh, but the other side of it, which is also the conversations, the, the traveling, being on ground, speaking to interesting people, creating you know, creating meaningful content that also appeals to me quite a lot. So the idea was to try and uh, help brands um, and platforms create, uh, create new concepts that would also be of interest to the growing millennial generation. That's, Mm -hmm. uh, that's just digesting content at a rapid pace that is looking for content that can be instrumental in their growth, Mm -hmm. you know, help them take perspectives, help them learn new things, help them grow. That was the idea. We did do a couple of initial projects, uh, but we're still a young startup. Mm-hmm. I also at AB Network, of course, work as a consultant. So I do continue to help others in terms of content curation, events, uh, you know, and, and hosting. So, mm-hmm. so that's something I do more frequently. Mm-hmm. And uh, we continue to, you know, to sort of venture and grow when it comes to the originals. So when you talk original content for the young people, Mm-hmm. Help me understand what kind of content are you developing? So we are in a bit more of a niche space called, I think what you'd call maybe business entertainment mm-hmm. or 
infotainment, like think Shark Tank, for mm-hmm. example, right? Or think Bad Boy Billionaires, or I'm giving you these signature headline examples because it's easy to relate to. Sure. But most of these shows are actually produced uh, overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, India being the market that it is, there is a tendency for, uh, you know, money to go more towards the big ticket entertainment items. Correct. That has the the big attraction in mass markets. I mean, you can see the growth of something like TikTok. (laughs) You know, it tells you exactly what's working. So I think, um, you know, business entertainment is um, a more niche space. It doesn't mean that it's not one that will grow. We're already Mm -hmm. seeing more people watching documentaries. Uh, You know, we are seeing interest in shows like, uh, you know, Oprah's new show where she's just interviewed Obama. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, the Letterman show, you know, for example, with Shahrukh, I know, again, that's a celebrity, but it was still a platform that got some pretty good views, mm. you know. So I don't think that it's it's a space that won't grow. It's already growing, mm. uh, but it's, it, it is going to take a little bit of time because mm. everyone's priorities are still focused on entertainment. Very interesting. And yet I was reading somewhere that the Meghan Markle show, it bombed despite uh, such high profile people. Interesting. I, I'm going to have to take a look at that, Ashutosh, and perhaps form my own judgment. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but, you know, the other thing is that I think talk shows or everyone wanting to be a voice or part of the conversation mm-hmm. has become front and center. Yeah. So I think if you are trying to get a, get a message across, you have to be very clear in what you're trying to achieve from that conversation. Correct. I'm not sure just bringing a celebrity on board is going to be enough anymore. Mm. It might get you the initial mileage, right? But the consumer is smarter. Absolutely. You know, the consumer is, and also has so much choice in terms of content. Mm. So they want to know today, if I'm spending a few minutes listening to this, Mm. you know, how can I apply it to my life? Wonderful. You know, why is this interesting to me? What is it that you're going to tell me that's new? Hmm. right hmm. well and and how is it forward looking i know i mean if since we're talking talk shows i mean i know your gossip shows like your current shows of the world have always done well in the past um but even they have a lot of competition today hmm. there are so many others that have you know sort of joined the bandwagon correct absolutely right so you know since you are doing a lot of shows and you're producing uh, you know several shows what does it take to curate a good show? So I think you have to be very, very clear on the concept, Mm -hmm. right? Then, of course, you think about, you think about the platform, Mm -hmm. you think about the format, Mm -hmm. you think about, uh, of course, who's going to be watching it, Mm -hmm. elements on the show. So Mm -hmm. if you're looking at speakers, what kind of speakers, will they work for your audience, treatment, so you know, and I think treatment is particularly important today because, again, you want something that's going to be attractive, especially on a digital platform, mm. right? Television has the advantage or broadcast has the advantage that while people are not necessarily glued to their TVs anymore, I think mm. if you're online and if you're switching channels, you'll tend to kind of watch something for a little bit, Correct. right? Especially if it's well promoted. But on digital, you're scrolling. You have literally one second <laughs> <laughs> to catch someone's attention. Correct. So I think treatment becomes very important. And I think people are playing a lot with short form versus long form, camera quality, 
you know, text and graphics, mm. um, you know, so a lot of, lot of innovation is currently going on. Very interesting. So, you know, if, if you look back, you, you've been on in, in television, you've anchored programs, you've developed programs. Over the last, say, decade, mm. I've only seen it as an observer or someone who watches or consumes media. I find there's been a huge change in media. Mm. Too many platforms competing for the advertising yeah. dollar. Too many platforms competing for you, the uh, user attention. What are your thoughts on social media, OTT apps like TikTok, which you just spoke about and similar platforms? I think it's become very important to be relevant. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, things are changing very fast. Mm -hmm. So for example, uh, we've had brands that are post this lockdown period. Mm -hmm. uh, take a look at fashion, for example. You've had uh, brands and designers that for the first time have gone fully digital, even mm -hmm. couture. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you have a luxury brand like a Bottega that's actually chosen to go offline. They've Correct. gone dark, mm. right? Saying that it doesn't serve our purpose. It's too mass. Those are not our real customers. We're losing exclusivity, mm. right? Mm. So things are evolving at a very rapid pace. Mm. Uh, the, the sort of big tech platforms are also constantly changing their algorithms, mm. making it harder for you to, to really get that visibility unless you're either paying for it or doing you know, doing something else, right? right. <laughs> so organic traction is becoming harder and harder. And, and honestly, the tech platforms and the way they're evolving, they, I mean, they really have the control here mm -hmm. versus um, they're, they're very pro user generated content. I think video is going to be really big. It already is on certain platforms, but I think sort of finding that speed spot where you start to kind of gain that traction mm -hmm. is going to become harder at a time when everyone is now going to be moving online. Correct. Right. So I think the, this leads to the advent of your MarTech, AdTech, which has been, you know, already evolving over the last few years. Uh, people trying to figure out how to integrate with uh, platforms and products that will help to amplify or boost whatever they're doing or whatever content mm -hmm. they're creating online. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, uh, it's an unknown phase right now, Ashador. Mm -hmm. Some things are working, some are not, and it's constantly yeah. evolving. Very well said. So, you know, when I look back at, say, media, mm -hmm. when I was growing up and I'm much older, newspaper was something which, uh, you know, used to be consumed as if there's no tomorrow. Six in the morning, wake up, read the newspaper. And someone like me now doesn't read the newspaper because I see most of the news online. Yeah. As someone who spent so much time on television, do you see television also going the same way as people shift to personal devices? It's a big debate. All TV channels have, of course, now got their digital platforms as they know that there's a lot of consumption there. I'm not sure the advertising has shifted to the digital platforms. Okay. I think in the Indian market, um, there is a it's a perception issue. And I think the, uh, there, you know, there is a sense that your broadcast has, uh, platforms have more reach, hmm. whereas there is a lack of certainty as to whether the reach on digital platforms is to the right audience. Okay. So in that sense, while viewing patterns have shifted, mm -hmm. the advertising money hasn't fully shifted. Okay. There is an increase in there is an increase in spending online, and it's been like that the last few years. Every report you read will always say thirty percent increase, <laughs> you know, for the last few years. But it's still not the bigger chunk of the pie. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. So I, I, yeah, so I think it's, uh, I, I, I don't think television is redundant yet. Mm, okay. 
But I, I agree that people are consuming their news. Uh, also, remember that everything's becoming paid for. Mm. The TV channels have become paid for. Right. Now, almost every website you're going to is becoming subscription-based. Mm. Right? So people are going to start to choose and be a lot more kind of discerning as to where and how they want to consume their content. Very interesting. So, you know, again, when you look at television, it was often been said that what we used to see on television, what we see on television yeah. mirrors what is happening in society. Yes. Earlier, what used to happen on, in cinema, then it was television. But now with OTT, it seems to be a free for all. What are your <laughs> thoughts on what's going on in media? I, I actually, what I find even more, firstly, I, I definitely think it is a reflection. Um, and, and there's always a, a debate as to, you know, how responsible Bollywood in particular should be in shaping certain narratives. What I'm finding interesting is that the kind of, A, the kind of content that's coming out post-COVID, hmm. it's really interesting if you go onto OTT and just pick up like random things, you know, how some of these narratives are changing and evolving. Hmm. I definitely think they're shaped a lot more by the younger generation, hmm. uh, millennials, Gen Z, whatever you want to call it. I like the fact that the OTC, OTTs have lent a certain freedom of expression. Correct. I, I think that there's, you know, a lot more anarchy, so to say, hmm. online which may or may not appeal to everyone. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's nice to kind of see that so up front and center and, and you know, make you see what's actually going on out there. So I think it's a brave new world. I, I agree with you. I mean, I think the freedom that OTT is giving for expression is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I know I watch a lot of different OTT platforms. So uh, thank you. That was a great response. Mm -hmm. So now as you look back at yourself as a journalist and you're building a, an interesting channel. My question to you, Abha, is what are the core values that you believe in? So, you know, when you use the word journalism and values in the same sentence. I agree. I was going to ask you, but then I said, I'll stay away from that. Oh, that's a tricky <laughs> word, right? <laughs> and I think, uh, I think in business news, we're kind of slightly more insulated mm. from that conversation. But I do think as as someone who's trying to create my own content or help other brands and platforms create their own mm. content, which by the way, I think they're a lot more amenable to doing today mm. because everyone's now recognizing that you have to be in the content game, mm. right? You have to be digital. Uh, you have to find a way of reaching your consumer across multiple platforms. Mm. You have to tell your story in different ways. Uh, there's, there's finally a recognition that storytelling is becoming very important. Mm. So when I'm doing that, I think for me, the things to remember are that, like I said earlier, that the consumer is actually more knowledgeable than we think. Mm. Right? So there is, there has to be an authenticity in what you're creating. Mm. You know, you, there has to be originality, of course, mm. uh, but also, you know, really trying to be authentic in what you're saying, mm. because I think that's when you will truly resonate and I want to resonate. I want to find the beat of, of the people that are actually, you know, responsible for the way this country is growing, that are going to mm. have an impact on how this country evolves and the kind of future that shapes up. Mm. And those are actually the youngsters, like you were saying, 20s, 30s, whether it be even in tier two towns, for example. You know, there's a sea change of our people. Look at the right. entrepreneurs. Like I, I run a platform called Ladies Who Lead. There's so many mm. entrepreneurs that have approached us from like Jaipur, Ahmedabad, you know, and, you know, so many other, Pune, for example, hub of tech activity, mm. like there's so much going on. And these are, 
very acute, intelligent, active young minds that are looking for answers. Hmm. Interesting. And you know, you took the words out of my mouth because my next question was about ladies who lead. Okay. So tell me about this community and what are you hoping to achieve with it? So we started this, or I started this, um, you know, with some other enthusiastic uh, young ladies who've, who've become part of my team mm-hmm. uh, as a way to engage and create a network of like-minded women who are looking to do more with their careers. Mm-hmm. Over time, um, while we've established and created that, uh, especially in Bombay, because that's where we've been more active over the last couple of years, we already have a very strong network of women achievers and leaders. Um, I think over time, it's also evolved into are now courting the aspirational leader okay. who's who's now sort of started to kind of warm to us seeing what we're doing mm-hmm. and are looking for how we can help them in terms of sharing knowledge tools anything that will help them to further their own personal growth mm-hmm. as well as help them in their businesses or career trajectory okay. i think what stand for is you creating a better version of yourself we just mm-hmm. want to encourage women to go out there and pursue their dreams. Now that could be creating your own home chef experience, baking from home, you know, creating a great kitchen, or it could be becoming a CEO of a multinational. Okay. Whatever you want to do, we're, but we're here to support you. And okay. we also feel that, you know, that the, the new generation is going to think differently, behave differently. And and today, a leader doesn't have to necessarily emulate the same things that others have done in the past. So for instance, women struggled with certain things or had certain challenges, you know, developing their careers, mm-hmm. you know, in the previous few decades. And while they've left us with some great advice, mm-hmm. um, you know, at the same time, I think today we can be responsible for shaping a new narrative mm-hmm. going forward. You know, and uh, what this this women who you know ladies who lead is this a website or how do people reach out to you? Yes, so we yes we have a we have a website and you can subscribe to it as well as uh, follow us on our social handles. We have a calendar of events that takes place uh, through the year. Last year during COVID, of course, we switched to more online sessions. So we're back with our events starting off in Delhi. Actually, we had one. in november our next one is at quorum in uh, end of this month okay. uh, which is you know focused on entrepreneurs in fashion and retail this time get a mm-hmm. conversation going on that so and bombay will kick start as well probably closer to april we're also launching membership soon uh, so that way you can be more connected with the community and you know be also part of the closer knit sessions that we also do through the year fantastic so you know all the thousands of people who listen to us or watch us i hope they go to ladies who lead and reach out to you so one more question for you abha before i move to some questions for you personally mm-hmm. uh, this is the age of millennials and the gen z's yeah how are you know and I, and i believe that this age group of people will actually change the world from the mess that people of my generation have left are leaving behind right how are uh, these people the billionaires and the gen yesies changing the media business they have a lot of questions you know when you talked about values earlier for example mm-hmm. the ne- the new generation i think they all want to have a voice mm-hmm. and they have very clear ideals about what they feel the future should look like right. then they're not shy to voice it i think our generation still got a little lost or caught up in 
sticking with the systems and authority and going with it this generation questions mm. and i mean i think great you I know it, it's great i also think that currently the way media is evolving and the fact that we have so many multiple platforms mm. um and also now an increasing amount of user generated platforms and content like mm. look at substack for example uh you know i think it's going to lead to a lot of people setting up independent voices correct and Yes, while it's a challenge to amplify, I think mm-hmm. there are tools and means of doing that. So if mm-hmm. you're persistent and if you're really motivated, you'll figure it out. Amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Abha, I've got time for maybe for two, maybe three questions. Yeah. My f- first question to you, you know, after so much that you have seen in the media world, achieved so much, uh, and you're looking at doing some amazing things. What does success mean to Abha? I think success. <laughs> you know, I usually do these questions to other I people. I can imagine. That's why I said I've got you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh. Um, I think success to me is being fearless. Mm-hmm. I think to me that would be what would embody success, like just going out there and not being afraid to do you. Mm. Oh, so, I'm not sure I've even fully done that in my career. I've probably done that better than some, but not. you know to the extent that i'm capable of and i i think i'm i've still got a got some while left in my career so i'm still hoping to achieve i'm sure that. yes wonderful and therefore a follow up question to you is that what or who inspires you so you know interestingly a lot of people i think especially in my industry they they, they go for global examples or or celebrities and mm. and things like that but i think again i mean i know it sounds repetitive but i i actually do i meet a lot of entrepreneurs in my work uh especially at my time in bloomberg doing eing rising stars like i've met a lot of people who've been going out there trying to do the impossible mm-hmm. and even today you know when i come across an individual whoever they may be and wherever they may be i could be traveling and i just i run into a young girl at a college in pune and she tells me this is my dream you know mm-hmm. and i just think that ability to to envision something is 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 i just never i just never get tired of it mm. i just think it's beautiful because i think until you until you have a dream you know how, there is nothing else you got to first have a dream then you can figure out how to go after it very well said very well said and now my last question to you and this is a question on failure okay um you know i've often said that parents in india or south asia don't teach children it's okay to fail mm-hmm. which is why we have always been taught come first we are the head of the queue and that manifests itself in our behavior patterns yet we fail all the time mm-hmm. so my question to you is what have been some of your biggest learnings from your mm-hmm. biggest mistakes or failures so i think my biggest learning you know and and like everyone else i would have had hiccups in in my career and i think i think one thing is to learn as you said from decisions that you make mm-hmm. sometimes i mean failures can be all kinds right i mean with like let's say you have dips and uh, you know in 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 sort of your journey i think one way is to look back and think of okay how could i have done this differently mm-hmm. right and i think for me particularly i think many times i've probably not been conscious of how i could have perhaps been instrumental in in driving that 
journey in a different direction. Okay. Sometimes you're you're going with the flow, but going with the flow, you forget that, hey, I can actually direct the flow. Hmm. And today, I think I'm a lot more cognizant of that. Okay. And you know, I I I also think that youngsters, while they're definitely more active and and informed today, hmm. should also be cognizant of that because societal structures still many times hmm. allow or indicate that you should just kind of. follow what's coming to mm, you mm. you know and i don't think you need to do that you don't need to be scared of the fact that you see certain startups failing for example you know mm. they've tried it didn't work out they'll try mm. again you Correct. know but Correct. yeah you could think of okay how could i do it differently this time very interesting abha thank you so much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you i wish you ab network and everything else that you're doing lots of success thank you so much thank you ashutosh thank you Thank you for listening to the brand called You video cast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You